Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. Let your name be the name above all names, the name before all names on our lips. The Most High. Our Father. Our King, our God. We thank you, Father, for calling us here to be with you. We keep our eyes focused on you. Who can fathom the depth of your heart? Who can know how much, how much love you have in there for us, Father? Your mercy, your grace, your favor, your love, your jealous love. That love for me, for each of us individually, and you love all of us the same. There is none that you love less. We thank you, Father, for that everlasting love that is unchangeable towards us. That more than any kind of wrath, the first thing that comes to you is mercy. You desire mercy, not sacrifice. You want for each of us to be saved and not perish. We thank you, Father, that you look upon us with your eyes of mercy and your eyes of love. And you release grace that is renewed for us every morning. We thank you for the peace that you pour into our hearts. That even in the midst of all the challenges and all the baggage that we carry around with us, when we are with you, we are able to experience that peace. Knowing that it is the Father who is with us. And when he has our back, there is no reason to fear. There is no reason to doubt. There is no reason to worry. We share that peace with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, with everyone that is part of this praying family as well, called by your name, Father. We share your peace with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, with all those that have no one to pray for them, with all those that are called by your name and do not yet know you, and all those that do not want to know you, but everything that keeps them away from you, Father, be toned down. Let every block that stands in their way be revealed to them so that through what we will learn today, through repentance, we are able to remove every hurdle. You who dwell in the midst of the cherubims shine forth on the children of your inheritance. Shine forth, Father. We know you are the lifter of men. And as we pray this morning, we call on your name, knowing that we cannot end up in shame and everyone who calls on your name will be delivered. When we call in sincerity, we pray on the name of our Father, 
a king of maker the creator of all the king of kings the one who is ever faithful and unchangeable the elohim adonai lord of lords the one who teaches us to profit the one who leads us by the way we should go and step into that abundance the one who blots out our transgression and remembers our sins no more he cast them behind his back we call on the name of that father who loves us so much and we pray in the name of jesus his son the one who taught us to call on that father with faith knowing that we are not calling our god in all formality but who taught us to build that closeness that relationship with the father that we walk with him and he is with us everywhere we go the lion of judah the lamb upon the throne the one who set the template for what man should be the one who personified everything that the father is we thank you jesus and we pray in the name of his spirit the spirit of jesus the spirit of truth the spirit of resurrection the spirit of light and life the spirit of the living god the spirit of jesus the man whom he now gave to be with each of us so that while being men we can still carry his divine power just like he did the power to overcome the power to rise again the power through the knowledge of his word to speak the utterance the power to win win every battle against evil force that seeks to pull us down and he gave us the authority of his name as well we pray in the name of his spirit the spirit of who of the god of the ancient of days the god of peace the god of hope the one who quickens us in our spirit he's made his tabernacle within our hearts within our bodies so that through this temple when we worship him we command his attention and when we have the attention of our father who loves us so much there is no need for us to beg we thank you father for the gift of life for the gift of love for the gift of peace for the gift of joy for the gift of family of friends and every need that you have provided in accordance with your riches in accordance with your provisions that you have made available for us we thank you father for the gift of revelation through your word where you teach us your ways your principles so that living and walking in your kingdom in accordance with your ways and with your light we shall never never be afraid even if we are walking in the valley of death for we carry that knowledge that spells life we carry the wisdom and understanding that comes from the father we carry the weapons of victory 
we walk with a hedge of protection around us. We thank you, Father, that you continue to teach us and you reveal to us all of your systems. Those systems that you have made available to us for that abundance and not only abundance, but through our relationship with you and a deeper understanding of these systems for us to walk in dominion. To operate in love and become a person that Satan can do nothing about. Simple systems and yet so powerful. We thank you, Father, for every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that you have blessed us with. We thank you for the gift of your word, the treasure chest of all the mysteries about you, our Father, that we know you more and more and newer dimensions of you we pick up every single day. We thank you for the joy that we receive when we learn more and we know you more. We thank you, Father, that we walk with you and there is nothing compared to that experience. As we pray this morning, Father, we want to reflect on the system of repentance that you have provided. The Bible says in Romans 3, verse 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All mankind with no exceptions. And how does that happen? It starts with a small suggestion. Small suggestion to go against the law of God. And in most cases, we do not know what is written in the law. Because Christians do not read the Bible. All it takes is a small violation to move from blessings to curses. And until that curse is removed, it remains in effect. And people wonder, why am I not getting a job? Why is my health down all the time? Why are my relationships disturbed and don't last? An important thing to remember is that when this suggestion is made, we have the ability to make a choice. But you can only choose if you are able to discern, if you know the difference. That difference only comes from the word, double-edged sword. That choice defines the next course of our lives. But when we have already fallen after a mistake, the only way to rise is through repentance. So let's look at the importance and the power of repentance. And here are five keys. The first is salvation. Salvation is a free gift that you receive in three stages as seen in Acts 2 verse 38. Step one is repent, step two, be baptized, step three, that is in the name of Jesus, and step three, receive the Holy Ghost. The first step here is repentance, without which we cannot even receive salvation. Salvation depends on it, and we cannot progress towards the kingdom of God without repentance. Very critical. A matter of life and death. Number two. What is God's will? It's important for us to know. 2 Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is not willing that any who have sinned should perish, 
but that all should come to repentance. The repentance is his provision to keep us from perishing, from dying a spiritual death, remembering that the wages of sin is death. And the longer we stay in sin, the closer we reach to its fullness and to receiving its wage. Repentance is the only way out of it. Number three, Acts 3 verse 19 says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. That is for our sins to be forgiven. In 1 John 1 verse 9 it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We are cleansed from all unrighteousness when we repent. So our records are wiped clean through repentance. All those records that would have brought judgment on us. Gone altogether. Number four, Romans 2 verse 5 says, A hard and impenitent heart stores up the wrath of God for himself. And Proverbs 28 verse 13 says, Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. So repentance opens the door to mercy. Arrogance, pride and iniquity shut that door to mercy. And number five, speaking of doors, iniquity that is born out of a small suggestion opens the door to evil and gives them legal right to live within us. Acceptance of that small suggestion gives them legal right, gives the evil one a legal right to live and to occupy our body and our soul. And that's the prime reason for all bondage of sin that most people live with. Because we are not then willing to let go. And they don't want to let go either. Where people don't like things but still end up doing them. And are not in a position to steer away from them after a certain stage has passed. Things like addictions. And strongholds are built in this way. And the way to expel them is to shut the door. The way to shut the door on them is to repent, to confess that sin and to renounce the iniquity that caused it. As soon as we do that, we receive mercy. And then the grace of righteousness when we confess. That Jesus is Lord. Now Satan can no more do anything about such a person. When he receives God's grace and is made righteous. He cannot even accuse him. So repentance is the best weapon in our fight against evil. Repentance shuts the door on evil. 
A genuine renunciation means he can no longer bring the seven more deadlier spirits than himself, even after he is expelled. He can no longer bring them to the house because that door is shut. Can you identify a mistake you have made? Are you shutting the door on that evil one? Are you renouncing that iniquity and making a resolution that very same day never to return to it? This is important if we must shut the door. Or are you leaving that door open for re-entry? Remember the seven more will always come uninvited. All they need is an open door. Lastly, here is some advice for repentance that comes from the book of Joel. Chapter 2, verse 13, where he says, Rend your hearts, that is, tear your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. There are two things here. One is, let your repentance be genuine from the heart and not just an outward gesture. Let it come from your thoughts, from your feelings, from your spirit. And then the next one, the next part is return to the Lord. It is important for us to know that he keeps that door open for us to return. And then, as Joel 2 verse 13 says, he is gracious, he is merciful, he is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. If we do not know this dimension of him, we will always fear him as a God that is waiting to punish. Nobody wants to approach someone that is waiting to punish. But it is important for us to open our eyes and see and know this side of him who loves us like a father ever willing to take us back in the house. All we need to do, like the prodigal son, is make that decision when we are at our rock bottom. When nothing seems to work and everything has failed, make that decision to repent, to renounce that every curse of the law then is broken through the mercy of God. That we are able to receive His Holy Spirit when we confess the Lordship of Jesus and open our hearts to receiving His baptism of the Spirit. That the heaven above us is then open and everything in our life he is able to make amends, to turn it around as Romans 8.28 says. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for that enlightenment in our spirit. We ask for that fortitude. We ask for that transformation in our thinking that we are able to shift from a feeling of guilt to step towards you, to make our confession, to surrender, to repent for every mistake that we have made and to renounce that tendency, that iniquity to sin again. That that part of our life, through your help, through your mercy, 
might be made incorruptible. It is not by our might that it would be that way, but it is by your spirit. We open our hearts to receive your spirit, Lord, that we are able to free from that, to be free from that darkness of sin and step into the light of your revelation, your wisdom, your understanding. To step into strength, into abundance, into freedom. We ask for that edification in our spirits, Father. And as we pray for spiritual growth, which is the most important part of our growth in our life, if we are to win this battle against the evil one. We also ask, Father, for a relief from physical and temporal challenges that we face. For all the storms that are brewing in our physical life. We pray in a special way for all those for whom prayers have been requested on this prayer group. That in the midst of all these storms, they're able to keep their eyes trained and focused on you. In faith, holding steadfast to the word. That by the stripes and the wounds of Jesus, every sickness is taken away. Every curse that was brought from the law because of us breaking it. Every such curse has now been broken. We are set free from the curse of the law. We are released into Abraham's abundance of blessings, which we can claim through faith. Or without faith, it is impossible to please God. For all those, we father, all those that are in hospital, all those that are sick this day, battling life-threatening diseases, no matter the gravity of that disease, there is one name that is above every such name, that is the name of Jesus. We place our faith, our hope, our trust in him. And it is by his stripes, by his wounds, we declare a healing over these, our brothers and our sisters, and we release our faith. We cover them by your precious blood, Jesus. Knowing that when your blood touches them in the spirit, there is restoration. Every spirit of iniquity, we command in the name of Jesus. We bind them, command them be cast out from that body right now into the lake of fire and brimstone. We thank you for these healings, Father. We thank you for the testimonies of these healings that will be written on our WhatsApp group and that will be shared verbally at our prayer meetings on every Friday. We thank you for the increasing number of signs and wonders and the increasing miracles that you work in our midst so that everything that we speak in faith in your name, Jesus, you, O oh Lord, work with us and you perform those signs and those wonders. We pray for all families that are battling all kinds of afflictions. Forces that seek to separate them. Spirit of divorce, spirit of infidelity, spirit of chaos and confusion. Seeking to create misunderstandings. 
every spirit of violence and abuse. We curse and we rebuke them in the name of Jesus and cast them out of these homes. We bind them. We command them to leave right now. Lord, we believe and we know that you stand at the door. On behalf of this family, we invite you into that home. Father, they do not know you yet. But yet you are their father. We ask you, your presence, O God of love, to fill that home so that the season, the atmosphere in that home changes. Everything that keeps them separate is transformed to an atmosphere of love. What you have joined together, Father, let no man, no spirit separate. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, all kinds of addictions, mental diseases, compulsive behaviors, anything that seeks to keep your people yoked. Father, we come against it under the authority of the name of Jesus and we declare every such chain broken in his mighty name. That as they renounce that addiction, they are freed from it. As they repent from it, it is your mercy and your grace that are activated. That grace to overcome and stand in victory. That addiction has no power again over them anymore. We ask for your anointing to be filled into their hearts this day, Father. That anointing which destroys the yoke of the enemy. In the presence of the spirit of liberty brings freedom into their lives irreversibly, permanently. We pray also for all those that are seeking a new beginning, that have suffered joblessness, a loss in their incomes, that are struggling in their finances, that their hearts be open to learning your principles and your ways, Father, so that when they align with your ways, you take care of that increase in their life. Your systems are activated. We activate their angels and destiny helpers to go forth and pick all those opportunities in the spirit that are available to them and connect them with everything that is needed for them to experience that success, that abundance, that increase in their position, in their finances. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. Especially every loved one in our family and in our friend circle that is not saved yet, that still does not know you, Jesus. That still follow you as a religion and not as your relationship with them. That their eyes be opened, that their hearts are touched by your presence. Quicken them, Father, and they shall be quickened and call on your name. For unless you quicken them, they cannot come to you. 
now pray in the gift you have given us, the gift of tongues, Father, knowing that you make intercession with us and for us. We make that prayer our prayer of agreement with you, knowing in our hearts that whatever we have prayed for in agreement, it shall be done by the Father. This was Jesus' commitment to us. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you always hear us, and you listen to the prayer of our hearts. And when we make that prayer in faith, we come with that expectation that whatever we have prayed for, we shall receive. And we know in our hearts, Father, that when we believe, it shall be ours. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we make this our prayer and release our faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandada <laughs> Shanda Lada de Dia Sarakia Sadadana Sanda Papa Papa Yasara Yakia Sadadana 
Shanda Haladia, Sarakia, Sandala Didia. Sandedia <laughs> Asila Rabalara Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for praying with us. 
Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for every miracle that you will work in each of these lives that we have raised our incense for. We thank you, Father, that you are ever gracious. We thank you that you have heard us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Russell, for that, for that beautiful teaching. The words that were spoken to me this morning, there was a beautiful, warm anointing this morning. He says, come into my presence and stay in my presence. The vision that he gave me was Mary, the moment that she conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. He says, this is what I mean, stay in my presence. Just as Mary had me in her, I want you to stay pregnant with me the whole time. And while they were giving that to me, there was this beautiful warm anointing, the presence of the Lord. The scripture I was given is 2 Corinthians 4, 1 to 5. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. We have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the likeness of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord with ourselves, as your servant, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful message. Thank you. Lord, we thank you that you keep calling us and you call each one by name to come to you. You want to dwell in us, to live with us. If only more hearts were willing and open to receiving you and to receive you fully with all our might, with all our strength, with complete submission and out of love. 
you can work that power of transformation in each one. We thank you, Lord, that you give us your spirit. That we are able to overcome the world in all its ways and stand in victory. That our obedience is able to be made complete. And when we stand in that power, we are then ready to punish every disobedience in your name. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, out of that overflow, let us be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God Thank bless you, everyone. everyone. God bless.